0: what up niggas i'm ba and welcome back to the third installment of my weekly audio diary <laughs> you see how i just lie right there talking about weekly well <laughs> here's the deal guys i i know i'm unemployed and it shouldn't be a reason i could give you weekly episodes but the truth is uh i've never been the one to record when i wasn't feeling it go ask jimmy i I think it's important when podcasting. Um, I just always tell Jimmy like we don't have to, we don't have any sponsors to satisfy. So let's not record if we aren't genuinely feeling it. And to be honest, that's why uh, we never put an ad on punks under pressure um, after getting multiple requests, uh, mainly because I didn't want to be obligated to pump out episodes for 25 dollars for every thousand people that listen. or it used to be fifty dollars for every thousand people, but now it's changed and I think some people get like some people are getting as low as like ten dollars for every thousand listeners. but in, that's not what I'm supposed to be talking about today. Already going off on tangents, and and when I say I'm not feeling it, I'm not saying there's uh, something going on in my life or there's an issue. Um, Sometimes I just don't feel like getting on the mic, um, and and every time I get on here, I just wanted to, I just want to sound like I want to be here. I hate listening to podcasts and stuff, and you can tell that they're just doing it just to pump out, I guess, content, and it just doesn't become, it just becomes stale and. It becomes like grumpy like and they, it almost becomes it just like they don't want to be there and I just I never wanted to give that off so that's why um, I just come when I have something to to tell y'all from my diary and yeah that's how we're gonna uh, move here but um anyways uh, so as y'all know as I keep mentioning keep saying I'm unemployed it's been a month now uh, I still haven't found me anything to do um, I know some of y'all thinking nigga find a job and listen I hear you but there is no jobs in my industry right now and it won't be until the feds lower these interest rates right now the interest rate on a house is like 6-5 <laughs> and that's crazy to think like just last year it was like in the twos um, so yeah, I hear you. Um, <laughs> but in, in the, I don't I don't see it coming down to like the beginning of 2023. Maybe they're trying to balance out the supply and demand by slowing people down, buying, by raising the race and all. I don't want to get into like nerdy mortgage stuff because I definitely don't come on here to do that either. But yeah, when it bounce back up, I mean, I'm sure there'll be uh, recruiters calling me, phone, going to be ringing off the hook. To places that I didn't even apply to. That's just the mortgage industry, and but I don't plan on going back into the mortgage industry. Not just the mortgage industry. I don't plan on going back into the like the finance world that I come from. Like, um, cause I've not just worked in mortgage; just worked in finance altogether. And um, yeah, it's I just feel like <sighs> I'm about to be forty in a couple years. I know I'm sounding like I'm talking about or oh, I'm turning 60 or something. But no, I'm about to be 40 in a couple years actually. My birthday's 16th of October. I'll be 30. There how old am I? I'll be 30. I'll be 37 or 38. One of those. Hold on. I I listen, I stopped counting how old I was after like 35. Like I really did. So I'm 37. Yeah. I I my to me once you pass 35 you only get a birthday every five years you 30 you either 30, you 35 then you 40 then you 45 then you 50 then you 55 then you 60 like all that stuff in between i that's just so jumbled up to me but yeah i'll be i'll be 38 i'll be 38 so <laughs> i'm about to be 40 in a couple years and this may sound so odd to people but it's like i'm just i'm no longer chasing money And I just, I desire like stability and I've, I've had that, but I just, I just desire that more and comfort. Um, And I'm going to be honest, I'm just, I'm tired of having to think at work. I kind of just want to, I'm I'm not saying that other jobs, you know, don't use their brain. I'm, I'm not trying to talk down on any jobs. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just tired of having to think at work. I just want a mindless job. That I can make decent money, and I can retire from, and that's it. I'm done trying to. Um, I just want to, cause I thought like I'm about to be 40, and I want to buy a home, so it can be paid off by the time I retire. Cause one of my biggest fears about like getting old and retiring and shit is having like a mortgage or rent in retirement on fixed income. I don't want that for myself. Like I do not want to have to have rent or mortgage on a fixed income. So that's why I'm about to be 40 and I'm like, well, you gotta hurry up and, and get in a house. And I just, I like I said, I'm tired of like climbing like, or like, I've never been a, a corporate ladder climber. That's one reason why I um had went into, um, I've always worked in underwriting in, in the finance world because it was, in a way, it's like being self-employed. I never had to deal with a lot of the bullshit of um, corporate America, really. But, um, you see, but yeah. Anyways, but so I've applied to like jobs, like being a flight attendant, working at the post office. I I took an exam for the post office like a couple of days, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, got a hundred on it, and I'm at the top of the list, the top of the hiring list. So we'll see. Um yeah and I know that those jobs will it's going to pay me half of what I was making but I I'm going to be all right. Like, I'm, I'm I'm, willing to take that that jump because I feel like those jobs are going to be less stressful. I mean, every job going to have its days, but I feel like it's going to be less stressful for me. It's something that I don't mind doing. I don't have to think, really. And I can just, like, go to work and come home and, and just live and, and just, yeah. Like, I, I'm not trying to, like, be all ambitious in my career anymore. Like, you know... The fuck out of here i i i don't uh uh-uh. i with my savings i feel like with uh going into a job like that is it's worth the shot something that's like less stressful and something different for me out of the office and just a change um and and, and when i think about the pay being lower i think about how you know my life won't change um I think a lot of people get into this mentality that you always have to be chasing money. I get it, but I've personally have stepped back and asked myself, why? Like, why are you chasing money? Taking a job that would be less stressful and more enjoyable for me, no matter the pay, that's a flex most people can't relate to. (laughs) And and I also told myself, uh, the people I know who will be making more money than me, uh, their lives, isn't that much different from mine so why stress myself out of, over a job child bye I'm over that shit I'll go work at the gap before I go back to a traditional office setting let me stop lying if my job called me back now I go but I still will be looking for that less stressful um, what's the word it's advantageous a word something that's that that's more like for me um, that that's more like of advantage vantage for me that benefits me more. That's what I'm trying to say. So yeah, I applied. Um, I'm actually am in the last part of the interviewing stage to be a fight attendant um, for a major airline. And child, when I tell you they have made fucking trying to be a fight attendant, like a fucking Olympic sport, like bitch is they take you through so much, to pass out these cookies and um soda. Let let me stop. I'm not gonna reduce that job down to that. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke, people. Um yeah, but it is a lot, um yeah, to go through. But I'm I'm at the final thing, so we'll see. Um when I have that that final interview, we'll see. Um that's gonna change my life like totally. Because I don't know where I'll be based at. The training will be in Atlanta, so I, but I don't know where I'll be based at though. So wherever I'm based at, I do plan on uh, moving. I I ain't gonna lie. I may commute unless unless I'm based in in Atlanta or New York. I'm gonna commute. If I'm based in New York out of training, I definitely will move. Um yeah but anyway then the, then the postal job i told y'all about that just working at the damn post office um yeah like that's the type of stuff i mean i've always said though i used to have people laughing at work because like i used to have to uh go down and um i worked for a smaller finance company one time and this company was still doing everything by like paper like They didn't. They had moved everything to like imaging yet. Everything was still on paper. Like we had actual files on our desk and shit, and we had to go mail that shit out. So I would I would spend some time. I was like one of the only guys in the department with us. So I would spend a lot of time like going down to the mail room and like sending shit off and all that type of stuff. And I would be like talking to like the um, the people that work in the mail room. And I would always be thinking in my head. And I told a couple people I was like, if they would pay me. I take 50 K flat 50 K. You don't have to give me no raises or anything. I take that and and, and work in a mail room and retire from it. Like that's how serious I am about like a fucking, like I'm not chasing money anymore. Like, cause I realized that my life's not going to change that much. Bitch, I'm still going to do this. I'm still going to go to the same restaurants, take the same vacations. I, I, I Dress the same. I mean, I don't have no kids. I'm not finna stress myself out behind no motherfucking job. That's very, very... um, What's that new generation called? I don't know the name of the generations, but the the generation is after the millennials. Because I'm a millennial. That generation after that, that sounded very much like them. I'm talking like them, but... (laughs) <laughs> I'm being so honest, but though, no, them niggas be saying they don't want to work at all, <laughs> or they be want, they will want, uh, they'll be wanting to make uh one seventy a year to go work at the post office. That's what they will want, like, but that's not what I'm talking. Like, I would understand that, girl, you're not gonna make six figures no more. You' gonna go down there, which is cool, um, but also being unemployed too have kind of like made me realize um that maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea now hear me out now i'm not getting all smushy or nothing but (laughs) i'm saying that it may not be a bad idea to have like a mate and i say that because like i think now when i don't have a job i have more time for that like for dating, like if I wasn't, when I was working, I would work and that consumed up most of my day. When I got off, I was thinking about going on a date with nobody and doing that type of shit. So I feel like being, like not having to worry about this job in the last month, I've been like on dates and shit, like lunch dates and stuff. And I'm like, this is like cool because I just didn't like, couldn't be bothered when I had a job. And you like, so you started dating when you're unemployed, it's like, girl, don't count my pockets, bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying, I know how the girls think. <laughs> Don't count my pockets, bitch. But, um, yeah, I, I just thought that was, like, something that was, like, um, kind of, like, different for me, because I've never, ever, I guess for me, I've never been lonely. Um, I've always had, like, people in my life. Um, dating not necessarily a boyfriend dating I have people I can go and I I enjoy dating a lot I enjoy I, th- I think I enjoy dating more so than I enjoy like relationships like I enjoy having more different people that I can go out to eat with and uh, the tone is different with each person the conversation is different with each person like we talk about different things and I enjoy that I really do. Um, and I think that's one reason why I never like get committed um and people be talking about like um cheating came up on the time on, on the Twitter timeline and I've never cheated and but I've also only been in like one like real relationship that lasted for a long time like I was in, I was in a relationship for the bulk of my 20s um so i'm sad as to say like i've never cheated not because um oh i'm just so much better than everybody or anything like that or i'm just morally better than other people it's just that girl i'm just grown and I, I just just keep it real with somebody. I'm not going to get into, I'm not going to enter a, I always fuck this word up. I, I'm, I never get into a monogamous relationship with somebody that I know that the possibility of cheating on them is there. And that may sound crazy, but I know for me, I know if I'm going to cheat on you or not before we even get in a relationship if I wasn't getting in a monogamous relationship with you. So I wouldn't do that to you. So I, I, I would not get in a relationship with you. You don't have the pussy power to hold me down like that. So we're not going to get in that type of relationship. Now, there's there, there are some I can be like, yes, because I'm not opposed to a monogamous relationship. I could be in one. You just have to have that pussy power to keep me there. And, 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 and it's, it's not all on the other person. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying, but like y'all just gotta know like when to like do things with certain people and to leave certain people where they at. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Um, I don't know if anything I just said made sense. If I was just rambling, um, because I really didn't plan on talking about this. But yeah, if since we're talking about stuff that happened on Twitter, I, I didn't plan on talking about this either. But let me go ahead and 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 and, and dance on this um this uh majorette topic. So, <laughs> a lot y'all probably, some of y'all probably don't know what I'm talking about. But on Twitter, there was a topic about uh, this girl. She started a majorette dance team at a PWI. I think it was a uh, USC or whatever. And I, <laughs> let me start by saying I think the PWI versus HBCU debate is tired. Um, I never heard anyone have that debate in real life, only on Twitter. Um, I didn't even know people called them PWIs into Twitter. I I didn't know what an HBCU was and HBCU was until I went to one. Until I got on campus and I saw something. I saw it on stuff and I was like, oh. I just thought, oh, okay. Oh, of course. It's a, a black college, of course. It's niggas here. Okay. Why wouldn't you call it that? I didn't think there I didn't think there was any deep rooted meaning behind it. Um it it's just no need to slander either. Uh, but I do, I I would be lying if I said I did not see a lot of the, um, some people who didn't even go to either, um, just, um, have this, this, this mentality that a black education is of less value. And I've always found it to be just extremely self-hating, um. I work for some major uh, corporations like banks and shit and all the black people that I've ever encountered in upper management, like executive management and above, they either got their degree from an HBCU or an Ivy league. An HBCU or an Ivy league. It, it, that's just been my observation. So it's always odd to me when I see people say that it, it Anyways, we're supposed to be talking about the majorettes. Okay. I don't care that they're starting majorettes at PWIs. My only question is, what are y'all going to dance to? Hello? As someone who's been a part of an HBCU marching band, let me tell you, the band and the majorettes go together. You can't have the majorettes without the band. And most of the time, the music is arranged to accommodate the majorettes. I don't think these white bands are gonna rearrange their music or or play different music altogether to accommodate y'all nigga shit. That's all I'm asking. Where the music gonna come from, baby? Like, sweetie, I, I think they they showed a clip of sweetie that was in a, a majorette thing in um. They was in the stands and they was like doing some type of dance to some type of white song. I'm like, it it just looked at so y'all look crazy. I could see some white boys coming to the game in wigs and like mocking that shit. And then I can see the alumni complaining um, that they taking up too much space and those could be seats and all that stuff. And that's that type of stuff that I think about when y'all bring that to a PWI. But I hey. Do it. I just want to know where the music gonna come from. If I mean, hey, if the band gonna uh, accommodate you so you can hit your eight counts, then hey, go right, y'all do it. I just want to know where the music gonna come from. And if y'all know, let me know. If they, if they're, if the bands are out here accommodating, then hey, what band is it? <laughs> <laughs> but what I did want to talk about that w- what was to be talked about today uh the last time i talked to y'all i mentioned i was um i had gone to jail before and a few of y'all blew up my dms asking me what for well i'm about to give you bitches a story here we go it ain't even that interesting but <laughs> here we go <laughs> one one day i was at lunch and so i i told y'all in the last episode how i used to drive like i was in uh grand theft auto or some bullshit right so i had racked up a lot of tickets uh, tickets that i didn't pay i didn't child i'm not paying no tickets i just used to get tickets racked up and just like do 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 keep on going about my day and um yeah and they had racked up on me this was about uh this was about this this over 10 years ago and so i was on lunch at work And I got pulled over for them traffic warrants, had weed in the car. They arrested me on the traffic warrants and the weed charge. So I had traffic tickets like all around the DFW area. And so all the jurisdictions are different. So uh, what they do is the, um, the people who arrested me, Hearst, them motherfuckers, they don't have to tell the other people they got you, but them, but people like that, like them smaller um, places, they do. So they sit out a thing and be like, OK, we got this person and they got warrants, too, um, in your city or whatever. Do you want to come get them? They have 24 hours to come get you. If not, they have to let you go. So out of all the cities that wanted me, that I had warrants in, two wanted me. So I had to go, I went to one jail and then um, that I had tickets and warrants I had warrants in in that city I was there for one day and those were paid off and then they sent me to another jail um, and then those were paid off and then the last stop I had to go to county for that motherfucking weed charge and that's where the bullshit comes in then. So (laughs) So the last stop was county. I get to county jail on the weed charge or whatever. Now that one was the one that like I had to like bail out on and like and like that was the one that was keeping me like in jail, I guess. It was that and also no 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 let me take that back. The this goddamn the second city that I was in, I had copious warrants in those cities. Now, a copious warrant is a warrant that is it's a traffic warrant that you, you, got a, you got a ticket, it went into a warrant, and you went down there to the courthouse and made a payment arrangement, and then you defaulted on your payment arrangement. When you default on your payment arrangement, it becomes a copious warrant, and that means we want it all. Or you sit in jail if we catch you. So, child. That's where I was the most of the week. I was in that jail for like four days. And then I I went to the county Thursday and I bailed out of county Friday morning on the weed charge. And so the weed charge came with a lot of shit, right? The weed charge, I'm talking like I had maybe enough to roll like two or three blunts. And now I'm having to go through probation and all this shit like for like two or three blunts and I thought my life was over. Cause y'all know I work in banking and finance shit. I thought, oh girl, you ain't never gonna be able to get another job Oof-de-woo or whatever. But uh, Texas had this thing called deferred adjudication. Deferred adjudication is uh, where it's basically a scam. Um, it's the first time people who get in trouble for the first time. Uh, you basically can go through this program, which includes probation, classes and stuff, and when you're done, if you successfully complete it, um, you, you're not convicted. And that's how I've been able to get jobs um, because I don't have a conviction for marijuana. That I have an arrest for marijuana. And when they, and this probably is helping somebody out, when they do a background check on you, a criminal background check, those are two separate things, an arrest background and your actual convictions. And most of the time, if whatever shows up on your arrest report, if. If it doesn't end up in a conviction, the company don't really get involved in that. They just say, okay, he don't, they don't have no convictions because they don't want to get sued or anything or whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. So they just leave it alone. So I'm sure these jobs have been seeing my arrest, <laughs> and they've been saying I've been arrested for marijuana, but they haven't seen the conviction. And some jobs don't even pull the arrest. They only pull the convictions. Um, I know a lot of people be having questions about background checks and all that type of stuff. I hope that helps somebody. Um. But yeah, back to the probation. Probation is a scam, y'all. And I was privileged enough to get through probation. Not not disciplined enough, not uh, following the law and following the rules because I was still smoking weed on probation. I was privileged enough to get through probation. And let me explain that. So... When you gotta meet with the probation officer, girl, it's it's basically any time they want. It could be it could be two o'clock on a Tuesday, and if you got a job or something, you can't make that stuff. You have to like take off from work. Some people don't have jobs that give them PTO. They have to lose money and all that shit, and you have to work that out, right? So luckily I have a job that I have PTO. I could just be like, I hey, ain't I got something to do, I got an appointment. I can just, you know, I don't have to even tell them my business. So that's privileged. It one. Two, it costs. Probation costs sixty dollars a month. And because I was there on marijuana charges, I had to take a piss test. And they charge you $20 for the piss test. So that's $80 a month I was paying on probation. And I had lost my job when I got arrested. Because remember, y'all, I got arrested on my lunch break leaving Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> I am telling way too much of my business today. But, um, yeah, so probation was – no, 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 it wasn't – no, 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 no. It was more than 80 because I had to take the classes, the weed classes. The weed classes was $35 a session. And bitch, I had to go to 12 sessions. Let me see, 12 times 35. That's what 420. (laughs) But anyway, I had to pay $420 some my dollars to go to the marijuana classes. So those classes, of course, it's not at convenient I mean at convenient times for you if you have a job. I had to take off, I had to take PTO to go to those classes to and for them to sit there and talk about bullshit. And it's so invasive. Like probation to me, what I saw of it, it's not designed for you to satisfy it. And the probation officer, she always had an attitude with me because I was It it was almost like she was upset with me that she couldn't find a probation violation on me. And it was like, you should, it should be the opposite, bitch. You should be happy I'm not violating my probation. That was really, really odd to me that that was the tone down at the probation office. Like, you are mad at me that you can't catch me with dirty piss. I ain't did nothing or anything like that. It was just like, girl. Y'all probably wonder how did I smoke while I'll have to be drug tested? Well, so that probation officer that I was just talking about, she was the first one I had a bitch. And so they switched me. To another lady who still was she I mean still a probation officer but she was like better than the first lady she only sent me to like drug tests like every other every other like every three months mind you this probation this deferred adjudication thing was two years yes who's gonna make it through all that anyway so um, I had to see her for two years, and uh, what was I saying? Yes, the piss test. And the other girl was testing me monthly, so I kind of like I had stopped smoking. And uh, cause you can't cheat the piss test. They sit there and they watch you piss when you are on probation. Yes, somebody is in the room with you, watching you piss, and it's so uncomfortable. Especially one time. Uh, it was a gay Mexican man had to watch me piss and it was just so like I felt I felt violated like it was just like just ill <sighs> anyway I'm getting pissed off thinking about this shit all over again because it, it was just such an inconvenience and it is was, it was, it was just a big unnecessary inconvenience designed for me to fuck up to keep me in the system but um, so how I used to smoke when I to had to take piss test. So my system was clean. So when I had to take a piss test, when I switched probation officers, she let me do mail-in reports. I didn't have to come to the probation offices, but once every three months. And so if she drug tested me, I would only smoke once a month, one weekend a month. I would always get my uh, probation appointments on Friday. So let's just say I went on a Friday. She would test me or not test me on Friday and I would smoke that weekend. That way it could be out of my system by Monday and I'm good for the rest of the month in case they call me in for something like that or whatever. But yeah, it was just smoking one weekend out of month, keeping the keeping the weed levels in my system so low to where it just didn't take less than 24 hours to get it out of my system. Or it would be so low that it wouldn't catch on the test because they only detect 50, uh, However, I forgot the unit um, you know, the of measurement they measured in, but it's 50 MG, whatever then. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So just stay now. I see why a lot of hood niggas don't take probation. They just go do their time. But bitch, I'm not a hood nigga. Um, I can't <laughs> go do no time. I can't have this on my record because I gotta go get jobs. Um, yeah, so that's why I had to take that route. But it was just like so expensive. And then I had to. Whew. Long story short, that's why I have PTSD about driving. I don't like driving, like, because I've gotten so many tickets, been through jail. I, I just I just don't want to drive. Don't want to drive. That's why I would not mind moving to New York City when I definitely would have a car there. Because if, co- if I had a car, if I in, had a car in New York City, I'd be in jail for like vehicular uh Whatever you call it when you hit a pedestrian. Because I would have def, I'd definitely be on flattened somebody in New York. the way I drive and fast and all that stop and go driving. No, 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 baby. I gotta go on the ground to get where I'm going. Let me get on that train. Anyways, since y'all want to talk about stuff from previous episodes, have y'all bitches been got y'all monkeypox vaccine? Last episode, I told everybody, I'll get y'all a monkeypox shot. Um, it's a series of two shots, two to four weeks apart. Um, I got my second shot the other week, and that shit just stopped itching this week. Uh, the first shot, it put a huge bruise on my arm that took about two weeks uh, to like fully go away. And the second one just itched real bad. And at the second shot, bitch, I got hit on at the health clinic baby the gays just won't stop listen i don't care they don't care where you at it, it you know it wasn't only where we was at it was how he did it so it, we, we just sit. i'm just sitting there minding my business and he just started talking to me basically about monkey pox just going into detail talking about he didn't have he don't have no bumps or anything on him he just wanted to get it just in case and so I was looking at my phone, and when he said that, I looked up and just gave him this dead stare like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then, like, I went back to my phone, and then he asked me "Um, do I know about River Sean Park? And I was like, now, me the whole time, I know that River Sean is the cruising park, right? That's where all the girls go, you know, fuck it. But it's also, like, a, uh, it's, it's also, the park also, um, the Katy Trail runs through it. So uh, that that trail is real popular for like bikers and runners and people on skates and stuff like that. It runs through that park. So people have heard about River Sean Park through that trail. So I was like, yeah, I've heard, I've heard about it. Yeah, I've never gone. He then, you know, goes in to tell me how they be sucking and fucking in the park and all that stuff. And I'm like, sir, we are in the middle of of the STD health clinic, and you are sitting here telling me how people be sucking dick and fucking in the park. I might be, and oh, mind you, my AirPods is in my ear the whole time. So, why he's even talking to me from the beginning, I have no clue. I guess he's just unaware of social cues. So then he stops talking about the uh uh the dick sucking and fucking that goes on in the park. And he after blue asked me, Have you ever heard of Free Zone? Now let me tell y'all what Free Zone is. I don't know if I mentioned that before on uh, Punks on the Pressure. Free Zone is basically a bathhouse. That this guy has set up at his house in a residential neighborhood. Yes, it is a bathhouse that a dude has set up in his home in a residential neighborhood. His house, I'm not going to say his house is gutted out, but he has made his house like a bathhouse inside his home that he lives in in a residential neighborhood. Now I've gone. (laughs) Maybe it's been like it's been like five, six years ago since I've gone to that place. Now, mind you, this guy has been doing this for over 10 years and wherever he moves to, he just does it. It's like it's so weird because it's like it's it's a house in a residential neighborhood with no lights. Um, you can't see nothing, you can't hear anything coming from this house but it's cars parked all down the street, all on the side street, it's cars everywhere and it's men black men getting out, walking to this dark house with no sound coming out of it that's free zone and I was like no, nah, I never been. I, I never heard of that. <laughs> Just lying. But it had been a long time though. And I was like, he was like, yeah, they be good. They be wild in there. I'm like, oh my God. Baby. Uh let me ma'am, come take her back here and and, and test her for stuff. Um, give them your piss and blood, girl, because you in the right spot. You might as well go on instead. Why you get your monkeypox? Go ahead and, and and let them swab your hole too. Because baby, what type of hole is you to be set up in the STD clinic while we getting uh while we in here getting vaccines for monkeypox? I... Hmm. Time and place time in place speaking of time and place child the mayor of new york may a nigga man may a nigga. <laughs> he is such a nigga uh <laughs> but anyways that he, he they about to install uh um uh, cameras on the train And I hope that stopped. Have y'all seen that video of of the Mexicans on the train doing gangbangs? Let me not say Mexicans. Let me stop. These Latino guys on the train doing gangbangs on New York subways. And it's like, y'all are fucking in these nasty subways. What that girl say? The buses are nasty. The buses are like, (laughs) like, what? But the report, I mean. The Metropolitan Transportation Authority is installing security cameras in all New York City subway cars, announced Tuesday. New York Governor Kathy Hochul, a Democrat, said that cameras will make riders more confident in the safety of the transit system. It'll do that, and I, I'm happy for it because it's going to stop them um, punks from fucking in it. That is just tacky. Like, I I, I, I just don't understand it. And speaking of, I mean, it's 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 been a few stories here lately about uh people doing um stuff in the um in the public. Um, an adult film star was making explicit content down at Disney World on the Mermaid Ride and got put out the park and got banned. Speaking of, I did not plan on talking about this, but speaking of Little Mermaid, these motherfuckers did the most with that uh clip from um uh, one of the Doublet Twins going to be the Mermaid and and uh y'all did a whole lot um with that white people particularly like oh my god like i'm not even gonna go into detail about it and and give my opinion y'all know what my opinion is just go watch the motherfucking movie y'all are so weird with these cartoons and shit and 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 y'all big grown motherfuckers it's for the kids just like it was weird when i don't even follow the cartoons but i want to talk about uh black panther for a second and y'all are probably going to beat up on me or whatever cuz i don't i'm not part of y'all the nerdom or whatever and, but i'm going to speak on y'all shit um y'all was y'all was uh i hate saying weird now cuz people have just taken that word and just It don't even mean what it mean no more. But y'all acted real stupid when uh, Chadwick Boseman died and y'all was running around telling y'all kids that Black Panther died and y'all was recording them crying and shit. That was so batshit crazy to me. And I don't know nothing about the Black Panther story or anything but I don't see why y'all why they don't cast, recast the Black Panther. I know you nerd niggas finna jump on me and try to beat on me, but girl, why Tyrese can't be the next Black Panther? Bring in somebody, it could be, like, let another black man have their job. Like, why does that character have to die? Oh, y'all get on my nerves sometimes. Like, but anyways, who am I to talk about Black Panther, child? I fell asleep in it. When I when when I went to the movies to see, to, to see it, not because it was a bad movie, it just wasn't my thing. And I fall asleep in the movies if it's not something like super funny or super 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 suspenseful. Yeah, I'm not gonna really be be too much on it. Um, another thing that's going on y'all acting a fool in New York. I know I have no, I know y'all seen the X Men. I know y'all seen the Axe Man in McDonald's. That's where y'all need more cameras at, I guess. in y'all at McDonald's motherfuckers swimming tomahawk axes at people, and that was crazy to me. <laughs> it was funny. I laughed at that clip for a god. I know I'm not gonna rehash it again because I know everybody has seen it by now. But when I tell y'all, I laughed for, <sighs> I laughed so hard at that at that at that clip. It was so funny to me. Um another th- oh another thing I saw online this is just some random shit that is really popping up in my head because I I'm actually done um Tim from sweetie pies baby she is guilty which we I mean we kind of all known which this has just always been so sad to me because it was like it, you just you didn't have to kill that boy y'all was getting money like. I just I I'm really really have always been lost on on that shit. But the motherfucker got um g- he's guilty of like so much shit. They uh f- guilty of conspiracy to for murder to hire, conspiracy to murder for hire resulting in death, conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud. Guilty, guilty, guilty. He's gone. Um Which, just sad, because I actually enjoy watching Welcome Home to Sweetie Pies um, every Friday night. Um, Friday night TV used to be pretty good. um, With uh, D4L, The Dancing Divas, and all that shit. And Wife Swap, and um, Kitchen Nightmares, and all that, that stuff used to be Friday night TV used to be good. But, speaking of TV, I know... I ain't been talking about it, um, but I had just, I've just i just called up on Married to Medicine and when I tell you this season is so fucking good, I bitched it in the last week and baby, I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna say so much because I'm trying to get up out of here. I don't know what time I'm at. I don't keep a timer on, but I think I'm over 30 minutes. I try to keep this down to 30 minutes, but let me just start off by saying what I always say. I will suck the air out of Contessa Husband's That's all I'm going to say about that. Let me keep going. Now that we've established that, let's skip to the last episode. Baby, Miss Choir Christmas Party. Now, y'all know that I love to judge a woman on a reality show home as I sit in this 900-square-foot loft. (laughs) Bitch, I would judge a bitch on a reality show home. But anyway, let me say, Miss Choir got a badass house. She did a tour for some blog that I ran across, um, and it's a beautiful home, and she had it decorated real cute for Christmas, which is another thing that I judge not just uh, people on reality shows, but I judge people with homes, period, for. Baby, where's your Christmas decorations? Even if it's just a wreath around a door. If you have a home, you gotta put up some decorations. And like, I hate when I see people with kids and they don't decorate their house for Christmas. Like, when you got kids, you gotta do the, You gotta go the whole night, you gotta put up lights outside, all that shit. It, anyways, I'm getting totally off topic. Uh, it, just like Quad was in her speech she gave at her party. I'm not gonna lie to you, bitch. I would've left. But at the party, Anila, Anila and some of her friends um, accused Toya of sleeping with um, somebody in the neighborhood. And, well, Heavenly kind of started the mess. Are you surprised? And it was good. They got into an argument, whatever. And um, I'm waiting to see how that's going to play out at the reunion or whatever. Um, Anila, an- Anala's house got broken into the same night that Toya had a party child. And I'm waiting to see how that develops. Quad, already kind of accused Toya of setting up house break in which I hope that Toya and Eugene ain't finna get their asses locked up behind that like really y'all y'all doing way too much if y'all are involved in that like really sit y'all ass down somewhere like go, go move like go do something like it's crazy and that Ardra girl bitch go sign up for Zeus Network go down there with the chin lady and go work with her Because this ain't for you, this ain't for you, and and low key, you can take heavenly with you. But they did show the men working. I got to see, I got to see my uh Katessa husband at work, and um, yeah, (laughs) but they were working. Let me just say this about the men on the show the uh, American Medicine is my favorite, like, group of men that are on these like like um housewives type of shows. Like I really, really love the men on, on this show. Um they showed them at work. Let me tell you something. Dr. Damien Dr. Damien can prescribe me Tylenol three. That nigga can that nigga look like he sit up on the carport all day and drink Coke forty five. And I don't wanna judge people, but baby, if he came through that door, I'd be like, oh I mean I'm not listen. I not, if if I was really sitting in in, in his office, or whatever he came through, I would not think that he would give me less service or be less knowledgeable than any other doctor. Like I I I'm not that ignorant. But I, in my head, I'd be like this Colt 45 drinking nigga. Like, <laughs> anyways, he just always gave me that, and I don't know. He just gives me. I just he just gives me he just he has to have another he has to have an, another side to be married to heavenly like he has to have another side to him because but you know I, opposites do balance each other out because I know I prefer somebody to be louder than I am more outgoing than I am or whatever so in a way I I kind of get it but yeah. I'm ready to see what this reunion is going to do, though. Uh, I haven't watched the second part of the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. I actually haven't even watched the last few episodes of the season. I need to uh, binge that. But, yeah, I, one thing I will say about Housewives of Atlanta, I am excited for like all of them to come back. Um, I think they have a good dynamic. I, 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 they say Portia coming back. I really don't care if Portia comes back. Um she brings this, Portia brings this like 16 year old girl, high school mean girl type of energy. And it just brings, it's just not needed. You see, you see how my, some of my favorite um, housewife seasons is the episodes where they all got along and they all could still be in the same room with each other, but there was still drama. It wasn't, oh, I don't want to film with this person and all like girl squash all this shit. And, 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 Give us some T V. Hell. And I think that's what they did. I think that once this cat this cast get comfortable and get gelded with each other, it'll be better. Um as I always say, I think candy can go. Um or is it, 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 it it's just nothing left to show it's it's just nothing left to show us, baby. It's not um yeah. But I think I'm over my time here. I'm going to get on um up out of here. One thing um that I'm going to end on though that I saw uh recently. There is a, a a new uh lady rapper out there. Uh now I've never heard her name pronounced and I've never had to say it out loud. Um and that's um one reason why I sometimes I mispronounce things because I'm well read and I've only seen them like reading them, but I've never had to like say them out loud. If that makes sense to anybody. Like I've never had to say the word out loud, so I may mispronounce it. But anyway. What the fuck was I talking about? Y'all, I just drew a blank. I really did. So um yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and end this. <laughs> what was I talking about? This is why I need Jimmy. <laughs> if y'all remember what I was talking about, please uh DM me and oh not DM me, hit me up on Twitter, Wisdom underscore stature and I will answer it, finish the whatever I was talking about on um on the thing, child. I I, I can't believe that happened. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'll be talking to y'all next week. Um, Yeah, this has been fun. Um, I'm I'm going to watch Chasing Atlanta between now and the next time. Not Chasing Atlanta, Chasing LA between now and the next time I talk to y'all. So I have a little review on on that. I was talking about Portia. Yes. Portia brings his high school girl energy there. And I like when the seasons are, um, when the girls are together and they can still have drama amongst each other and not that, oh, I don't want to film with this person. And, you know, whoop de whoop de whoop de um, Yeah, I, I just don't like that. I like how all the girls can just give us, you know, drama and still, you know, be friends, like still be cordial with each other. Um, and not bring the divisiveness amongst the group. And Candy, yes, Candy has nothing else to show. Um, Seen everything, baby. And Candy... I don't know. I, I say I'm going to leave, but stuff keep popping up in my head. The, the SWV and Escape show. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants it, but the TIE 40 plus gays. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I just read, like... of my listeners, but (laughs) y'all know I love y'all, but don't nobody want that show but y'all, I don't want to see that I want I want part two of the Candy Kitchen show that's what I want, candy in the game like that that's where Candy should be putting all her who who the fuck am I to tell Candy Birds what to do with her business, okay? But that's what she should be <laughs> she should be putting all her energy into the fucking um candy kitchen. Can that is a better name for a candy kitchen than candy in the Gang. But I think uh, I like that show and like the potential that it had to grow and tell like all these different people's stories and stuff that worked at their restaurant and just like kind of just focus on that more and just grew that like that could have been something but like like, like a sweetie pies or something but yeah what do I know um candy bearers want to go over to the escape and SWV flop show <sighs> But, hey, I won't be watching. I'm sure y'all will. And I see it on my timeline. But that's enough for today. And um, make sure y'all always hit me up on Twitter, wisdom underscore stature. Um, Let me know you're listening. Rate, subscribe, wherever you listen to. Um, Leave a comment. Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know y'all listening. I see the numbers. But interact with me. Let me know y'all listening. Um, Peace. Bye.